Welcome to the Bentonville Beacon, where we bring you success stories from business leaders and owners about their triumphs and growth in the Bentonville and Northwest Arkansas community. You'll hear about how Bentonville has been the backdrop for incredible growth, not only for businesses and their employees, but in their personal lives as well. Tune in, subscribe, and enjoy hearing about Bentonville, where you get more of what you want and less of what you don't. Welcome back to the Bentonville Beacon Podcast, where we're sharing stories and advice from the leaders sparking the rise of Bentonville, one of the fastest growing and most dynamic cities in the United States, nestled in the Ozark Mountains of Northwest Arkansas in the heartland of America. Hey, I'm your host, James Bell, and I am thrilled to share the studio today with my friend and colleague and sometimes co-conspirator, Toby Teeter. Toby is director of The Collaborative, which is the University of Arkansas's education and research presence in Bentonville, and it's a true catalyst to improve the uh, state's innovation ecosystem right here. And Toby is also a lecturer in the Master of Finance program at the U of A, where he's teaching a uh, venture capital course called New Value, uh, let's try this again, Valuing New Ventures. And additionally, of course, he's a serial entrepreneur and investor, and as every good serial entrepreneur does, Toby, in fact, has a side hustle, Omni Brands. And Omni Brands is a direct-to-consumer product studio and third-party logistics provider. And if that's not enough, not to be missed here, he is also on the board of the Greater Bentonville Area Chamber of Commerce. Toby, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, James. Hey, so let's get started. Will you tell the Bentonville Beacon audience what we should know about you? Sure. Well, I, I come from Missouri. I stumbled into Bentonville about 10 years ago on the weekends. I kind of brunch beer and bike. Uh, so my wife and I came here quite often for many years and saw this thing just happen just over the last 10 years. I remember when I first came here, it was still a dry county. And surely, you know, I keep seeing the, the prices double. And we, we thought about getting a second home here, mm-hmm. but we kind of missed it. Then we missed it again. And then uh, in the height of COVID, we walked into an open house just on a whim and made an offer. And all of a sudden we had a house in downtown Bentonville. And that's what started us really thinking about moving here, not just having a second home. And so that's how I got to Bentonville. My background is pretty varied. I'm from Joplin, Missouri. I went to undergrad at Missouri State. I went to law school at the University of Missouri. Mm -hmm. While I was in law school and practicing law thereafter, I, I taught myself code and developed essentially an advertising technology company as my first side hustle. And it became later a publicly traded company in April 2006. Mm. So the, at the time, it was called Litmus Media in Kansas City, but it's now called Anuvo. And it's based in Little Rock. After I left Kansas City, got back to Joplin, started some more software businesses, got involved in community development, trails of connectivity, health and wellness initiatives, started diversity inclusion groups, urban rehab, d- did some commercial real estate development. And about 10 years ago, started getting into e-commerce. And so that's kind of my background. And then I ended up in Chamber World. I was the president, cham- president of the Joplin Area Chamber of mm-hmm. Commerce. I was also the economic development officer for the city of Joplin as part of that role. And I ran the industrial park in uh, Southwest Missouri. Uh, we got uh, everything from med school to a dental school to Amazon to, to town. And uh, started turning it around and getting the population to grow. So that's, that's how, that's my background before I came to Bentonville. Well prepared for this role. Yeah, for sure. Well, I want to get to your work at the University of Arkansas, but I'd also like to know about Omni Brands real quick. Sure. Will you tell us why you founded the company 
and what does it do at the high level? And sure. then what are some of the brands in the portfolio? So a friend of mine named Eric, who lives in Florida, and I, we, we bought a company. We bought a company that had the rights to sell textbooks, real estate textbooks online. Okay. So we started throwing real estate textbooks on Amazon and it worked. Uh, we started selling from two or three a day to 20 or 30 a day. Eventually, we, we decided to start creating different products. We did everything from weighted blankets to uh, nautical beach decor items to boxing gloves. We got to about 80 different SKUs. We had a warehouse in Missouri and one in Florida. And we sold some of the brands that we developed over time. Mm -hmm. And we kept some. Some of them are Urban Cycling Apparel, Kona Triathlon Apparel, and then later Ozark Cycling Apparel. And then eventually we started selling our products off of Amazon. So it, it began as an Amazon hustle. But ultimately, we got pretty good at e-commerce and, and developed Shopify accounts, sold on walmart.com and a lot of other marketplaces. So it, we were pretty much category agnostic and we really focused on opportunity. We did everything from source the items to the development of the product, the photography, you name it. It, it was just a two-man shop for many years. But we really learned kind of the basics. And then ultimately, we got really good at, at e-commerce as, as kind of the hustle. That's cool. I have yeah. to know, how do, how do you figure out which products to have? Well, on Amazon, Amazon tells you a lot. Uh, Amazon, you can see what's trending. You see what type of products are selling well. You also can see what type of product is in first position for that product category. Mm -hmm. So it, it's, it's really fun. We kind of used Amazon as a Kickstarter too. We we would, we would try a lot of things and we had a lot of strikeouts and some singles, some doubles and a few home runs. The, the secret to e-commerce, especially on Amazon, is just fail cheap. Try things out. But often, often you can just take something that's already on Amazon and make a slight improvement or otherwise add value to a two-pack instead of a one-pack, offer it in a different color <laughs> and, and all of a sudden it just takes off. It's It's been a really interesting uh, experience in, in consumer psychology. Yeah, that's yeah. wild. So I gave a super high level description of the uh, collaborative uh, in the show opener. So uh, will you speak to the goals sure. of the Bentonville Collaborative and how it facilitates sort of this academic industry engagement yep. uh, to really catalyze innovation here in Bentonville? And talk also, though, about how it influences the overall Northwest Arkansas region and even the state and beyond? You bet. So the collaborative is the Bentonville presence for the flagship, the University of Arkansas, Fayetteville. It began as a part of a $200 million gift from the Walton Charitable Sport Foundation to the University of Arkansas. That was announced about two years ago. Mm -hmm. A bulk of that funding was to create the Institute for Integrative, Re the Institute for Integrative and Innovative Research, IQBAR, uh, so there's a team being assembled in Fayetteville in a building going up right in the middle of campus uh, that broke ground last year in 2022, uh, and it'll be finished in 2024. Th that is more centered on applied research, particularly in metabolic health, food sciences, and the expertise that's being hired to run and build out that programming is really centered around food science, and they're really good at FDA approval processes, federal funding, partnering with industry to mm -hmm. do, do that type of economic development. But part of that funding was also to begin a Bentonville presence for the University of Arkansas. 
the University of Arkansas has never been in Bentonville. Uh, and, and starting about a year and a half ago, that began to take root right on Fifth Street. It's inside the, uh, the Greenway Office Park. The University of Arkansas leases four section across two buildings currently. We're more centered on economic development than applied research. It's a little more pragmatic, but really kind of the, the framing question is, how can the University of Arkansas be a catalyst for innovation in Bentonville? What does that look like? And there's been a lot of people involved in this process to get to where we're at today. Currently where we're at is we have a couple of things. One, we have small business incubation. It's called the Greenhouse. Our flagship program is the Greenhouse Outdoor Recreation Program. It's operated by the Office of Entrepreneurship and Innovation. Uh, that team programs that room, uh, and that includes a cohort of approximately five to seven businesses. We're in our third cohort. It started a little over a year ago. So twice a year, we have uh, a group of, of startups. And we're talking about a super early stage outdoor mm. recreation-focused startups. So it's idea to launch. It's usually people that have, still have day jobs, and they have an idea on a napkin, or they're working on an early stage prototype of a product or a service, uh, and sometimes a software. Sure. And uh, it's been a great experience to kind of grow uh, and incubate outdoor recreation-centered uh, startups uh, in our greenhouse at the Collaborative. So that is one of the first things that we launched. We also have a learning lab, and that is uh, the, the global campus team at the University of Arkansas stations at the learning lab, and it offers... Uh, non-degree, non-credit curriculum. Uh, we're talking about short-form certificates. We're talking about workforce development, professional development, often with industry. So we work with industry to actually develop curriculum for their employees. Uh, we also have uh, the Walton College School of Business uh, Exec Ed Program is stationed there, uh, offers programming for Bentonville and Benton County uh, businesses. And then also our uh, equity, diversity, inclusion initiatives out of the Ideals Institute. They, they too have a team in Bentonville facing industry to help them with those, those needs. We're soon launching a data visualization lab that is obviously centered around data science. If you think about Walmart and Walmart headquarters and, 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 and really so many businesses now, it's, it's so centered on data science, in particular consumer data. Uh, decision-making, supply chain, all of that is centered around reporting. And so we're talking mm -hmm. about business analytics, uh, data science, but the, really there's a really neat opportunity to have uh, a more three-dimensional view of data. So we're, that, we're, that's why we're framing it as a data visualization lab. Yeah, that's cool. Well, I learned something here uh, new today. Every day I, I learned you are some, doing something I didn't realize <laughs> was happening. I did not realize that the Ideals team was yep. in Bentonville as well. That's fantastic. Will you talk about some of the other unique initiatives and programs that they offer to the extent that you can that the university might offer in the future? We've talked about outdoor rec. Uh, is there any work being done in mobility and health? Yes. Uh, or sorry, uh, biodesign. Yeah, back to the, back to the greenhouse. The expectation uh, is that in 2023 we're going to open up two more verticals okay. beyond outdoor recreation. We're going to start supporting in, in a better way medical device startups. We call it the biodesign program. It, it'll be kind of a, a, a whole suite of programming that will ultimately lead to a cohort model as well. But for now, we've done, uh, we've done hackathons. I think we've done about three hackathons now, where it's kind of a three-day weekend where 
not only students from the University of Arkansas, but people from the community can come in and a health system will come and present a challenge, or often multiple challenges. The teams will self-assemble and over the course of about 72 hours, they'll actually have a prototype of a product that solves a problem that the, that health system has. The first two we had with, with Arkansas Children's and it's, it was wonderful. Uh, a number of the projects that spun out of that weekend still exists. And some of those teams yeah. are actually formed and creating companies. But that's an example of how we're trying to instigate uh, that sector in Northwest Arkansas. It's really underrepresented in our region. So we're looking to collaborate with people that uh, are in uh, health tech and, and really partner with our existing health systems to really spawn and create kind of this new sector of innovation. Uh, the third one is digital products. So we're looking at a, a number of things around Web3 and blockchain in particular, where the Office of Entrepreneurship Innovation Group is hosting forums, weekly and monthly meetups that will ultimately also lead to a cohort model. We're also in discussions with a couple of venture capital firms that will co-invest in our digital products or software vertical. So that's kind of what we're leading towards with our entrepreneurship initiatives here in Bentonville. Now, you asked about smart mobility. Yes. One of the sectors of interest of, for us here in Bentonville is smart mobility. And that, in essence, is the movement of both product and people by electric means, whether it be in the air or on the ground. To that extent, what was announced last June is a planning grant from the Walton Charitable Support Foundation to the University of Arkansas to plan around and improve our smart mobility education at the University of Arkansas. That process is leading to a report that will be finished actually next month. That program, that, that work to date, is really considering what degree offerings, uh, facilities, equipment, faculty, and research would put us on the map at the University of Arkansas and really start leading uh, uh, this region and the entire state around smart mobility. The former governor really started centering the economic development plan around smart mobility. He considered the state of Arkansas as the leader in transportation already, particularly aerospace. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, or, as, as far as GDP goes, what's far above chickens, rice, and cotton is actually aerospace manufacturing. And that's a pretty big, pretty big surprise to most people from Arkansas. But as it turns out, uh, we're, in, well, we're in a really good position given the logistics uh, center uh, of where we're at and where we do with retail already and the movement of a product to really take the lead uh, in this space. So the University of Arkansas is really engaged in that uh, and we're going to play a role. There is a number of also federal and state uh, grants that are in the pipeline that if they land, that will really um, uh, add additional resources to our region beyond the University of Arkansas. There's a couple of initiatives that cross state lines that, that we're partnering with Tulsa mm -hmm. and, and, and all across Oklahoma that has also been announced between the two governors of the states. Uh, so the University of Arkansas is playing a pretty, pretty big role across a couple of initiatives that are starting to evolve around smart mobility. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's really exciting. You know, just thinking about the future mobility report just dropped with the state of Arkansas. We had Cyrus Sigari on the show in, I guess it was July or August uh, of last year. And we're hopefully going to have him here. We are going to have him here again uh, soon. He is uh, committed to do it, but the weather just knocked out a recording session. 
So I'm looking forward to seeing how the university's piece, maybe the timing will be good that we can talk about that then too, is, is seeing how the university's piece of that fits into it. It's just really exciting times. I, I, I'm with you. I don't think most people would be, would, would in the state of Arkansas, would know that aerospace is our number one export, much less most people outside the state of Arkansas. It's pretty exciting. It's, I mean, it, to, to that extent, the the team out the, the learning lab at the collaborative, mm-hmm. the global campus team has been developing curriculum around airplane manufacturing uh, sure. uh, with game composites right here in Bentonville. So they're building a, basically a certification process where if a student finishes it, they automatically get a, a, a job interview with mm-hmm. game composites. So really University of Arkansas not only is doing like applied research, we're doing workforce development, and also even business attraction. There's a number of companies looking to move to Arkansas, and often the University of Arkansas is playing a role in, in bringing companies to the state. Yeah, you bet. Uh, one of the things I love about having you in the, the Greenway office complex is, of course, that's where my office yeah. is. And uh, so I, I don't know if you're an extension of my team or I'm an extension of yours, but we're definitely partners in this economic development thing. Yep. And it's really exciting to have somebody that I can sort of walk alongside and learn from myself and, uh, you know, share these opportunities. You know, all this is really just a beginning, a spark, if you will. Will you speak to your vision and future plans for the collaborative and how that ties into Bentonville's continuing rise? Yeah, you bet. Uh, you know, pe- often people ask, what does what innovation look like in Bentonville as mm-hmm. compared to other areas of the United States? Here in Bentonville, it's pretty obvious that we can lead in a couple of areas. Uh, one is outdoor recreation innovations. There's really two areas in the United States, maybe three, that have really set themselves apart. Uh, one is the Western Slope of Colorado. Two is what's going on uh, in the Carolinas, uh, especially along the Appalachian side, uh, what they're doing there with their outdoor recreation and outdoor rec-centered manufacturing base. Mm-hmm. And then now here, uh, really, we really are on the map now as it relates to uh, outdoor recreation. Businesses are, are forming here. Companies are moving here. Venture capital is assimilating and starting to invest and relocate companies here. And the University of Arkansas now has facilities that, that better address it. The next, one of the next things that, to come that we're working through is we'll likely have a prototyping lab up and running by the end of the summer. A prototyping lab, uh, this one will be different. We do have prototyping labs across our campus in Fayetteville. Uh, those are centered on education and the community don't necessarily have access to it. Right. Now, what we're building here won't necessarily be a maker space where you can go and whittle on something on a Saturday morning, but this will be a service center and it'll be very specific towards a couple of areas of interest, including outdoor recreation. It'll be a situation where we will identify large state startups that are basically have non-technical founders, but have a need for final CAD design or functional prototyping or even early manufacturing. Uh, so we're, we're assembling assets, 3D printers, CNC machines, and an engineering residence uh, in a facility here in Bentonville. So by the end of 2023, we'll be up and running where we will be able to offer that uh, to help not only incubate our small businesses, but actually it might be a, an opportunity uh, to provide an asset for outdoor rec manufacturing companies that are starting to relocate to this area. So that's an example of, of what's next. Uh, in the outdoor rec and in the additional facilities. Ultimately, there is a process that has already begun having to do with a master planning of a possible permanent facility here in Bentonville. All the programming we speak of to date 
is temporary in nature. Mm-hmm. Um, but the plan is, um, you know, down the road, there'll be an announcement of uh, a, a an innovation corridor here in Bentonville that would be anchored by the University of Arkansas. There'll be an opportunity to relocate and grow businesses uh, to our state um, alongside the University of Arkansas. Uh, and, and the areas of focus in Bentonville as it relates to the rest of the state, Northwest Arkansas, is probably outdoor recreation, smart mobility, uh, whole health, obviously, and really retail, retail science or omnichannel e-commerce. Uh, and, and those are the kind of areas that are particular of interest in Bentonville. That's cool. Well, I mean, I love all those. Of course, you know, my industry background is, is healthcare, med tech, health tech. And so I'm really excited about that space. And I also know from uh, experience and even in other places and other ecosystems I, I've been around that that prototyping piece is a, a it's really a key piece of making that work. Uh, in a lot of places, startups show up. And they get started in the medical device space and they can't build anything. They don't have yeah. access to a prototyping lab, including my, my, my last stop. And so that is a really big deal. It is. It is. Uh, there's, there's a number of healthcare startups that have non-technical founders. Mm-hmm. And as you know, we, we send them off. They, you know, they could be spending 20, 30, 50K in Houston, in Nashville, in Dallas, uh, and beyond. And we really need to build up that capacity here for sure. Yeah. I mean, I can cite one that uh, I recruited to Memphis when I was there to, for the, uh, for a medical device yep. accelerator there. And they came back <laughs> to Northwest Arkansas. We couldn't keep them there. And uh, so thankfully they, they came back here, but they didn't have access at the time to prototyping resources for what they were doing there or here. So it's going to be a really big deal. You came along, Toby, with all the right ingredients for this role. You talked to them uh, earlier, your tech background as an entrepreneur, as an investor, as an economic developer, dare I say, even as an attorney. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Will you talk about how this unique combination of experiences and competencies and, and background have helped shape your thinking with your work at the collaborative? Yeah, sure. I mean, one, I love Bentonville. I love Bentonville. It, it, it is a draw to people like both of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, the you know, this is a city on the move. Dynamic people are, are moving here by the day from all over the world, and they're bringing such diverse talents. The struggle I think we have here in Bentonville is, is find ways to uh, deploy them, mm-hmm. uh, define them, and to activate them. Uh, and, and I think it'll be the, the next five to 10 years might be that story, the opportunity uh, to to really take some of these remote workforce that's coming here, these programmers. There's even remote CEOs here that yes. you and I don't even know, and they're quietly operating giant companies and enterprises. But uh, the opportunity to, to get them involved, even as a mentors, and ultimately as, as a co-conspirator of, of new enterprises here in Northwest Arkansas, I think it's going to be a, a huge opportunity to, to flesh out those opportunities and those people uh, and get them involved in our community. and. And my, my background, my background is, is I think I'm, a, I'm common. Like I, I'm, I'm a, I'm unique in my former town, but here there's, there's a lot of people like me. So I've been really enjoying the process of, of getting involved and turn and finding other people that have, um, that have done things. And really this is a unique, unique opportunity and a unique community where 
you know, kind of movers come and, and, and quickly uh, find a way to, to, to take the next step. But I, I, I'm confident that innovation will come from Bentonville. Uh, all the pieces are here. That uh, the concept of innovation is is simply thinking in a new way, and and often that requires diversity of thought. It, uh, is often inspired by art mm-hmm. uh, um, and good beer and yes. good coffee <laughs> uh, and good music, uh, and and that is you know the 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 leaders of this community understand that, and that is why. This is essentially a theme park for innovators and, and all, you know, we, we are on the stage now uh, and we all play a role uh, here in Bentonville. That's a really good way of putting it. I, I got to tell you, this place has the highest density of really great different coffee shops. True. Yeah, for sure. Independent ones uh, that I've experienced anywhere. It's pretty crazy. It is crazy. Um, we both came here on sort of a, a mission and people come to Bentonville, as you said, with these purposeful missions, not only change their lives, but to change the world. I mean, that's what seems to be happening here. Will you talk more about the benefits of being here, uh, the advantage of having a presence in Bentonville, both for people and their companies? I guess I'm going to ask you to, to, to make the sell. How can this place change individual lives and businesses? Why should people be here too? What's that sell? Well, the quality of life, it starts there, uh, outdoor first. Um, mm-hmm. When you look at the winners and losers in economic development in the 21st century, it's about talent attraction retention. A majority of the workforce in the United States is now in their 20s and 30s. So we're basically squarely Gen Z and millennials. And that demographic is seeking very specific things uh, when they think about where to move. And they're very mobile. Uh, yep. so, so it is a hunt for that talent. And, and they want, they want outdoor living, they want walkable streets, uh, they want diversity and, and, uh, they, they, they want a lifestyle balance. I love the mantra that I guess NWA council coined that life works here. Yeah. It's exactly right. I mean, that, that is what I still aspire, uh, to get to that balance myself. But those, that's the opportunity uh, that, you know, NWA, I think we can, we can start living that even more true. Uh, right before we went on air, we talked about the opportunities of why don't we have business meetings on Kohler and, and, right. and walk three miles while we talk. Why not? And that's more and more normalized here than other places. Mm-hmm. You know, Graham Cobb famously tried, tried to create and continue that vibe of, of hey let's let's have let's do business on mountain bikes yeah let's do business uh, at, at these venues that are they're created for us and I think there's a path to that here that, that where where really you can have that lifestyle um, and that balance and, and and enjoy a little bit of work and play at the same time yeah I mean you sure can I mean you can actually walk out the door be on a trail or we can be on the Grazerback Greenway right. Yeah. Exactly and right. in a, a few minutes, we can be on a world-class mountain biking trail. Yep, We have a pump track basically behind us uh, as well. I, I sneak out there sometimes to hone my not very good skills. Nice. Um, but yeah, we should totally be just walking and, and talking. Let's stick with the Bentonville theme some. Overall, how would you describe the community and the people here in Bentonville? Well, 
Bentonville is unique. To, it's been a change for me anyway. Uh, it, the demographic is, is, is very diverse. And, and what I mean by that is, is people come from all over the United States. I, I, I don't know the exact stat nowadays, but I know it's something around 60% of this county is born outside the state of Arkansas. That's right. And that is amazing. Um, what's great is when you're creating product, whether it be a digital product or, or e-commerce, uh, you really need to understand your audience. And I think Bentonville is a really good reflection of America. And I think it is a unique opportunity to, to really test your product here. Uh, also, there's a lot of influencers in this market, uh, particularly in outdoor recreation, but actually more broadly, uh, there's opportunities nowadays where when you launch a product or service or technology, it does really require uh, to, to, to create that, 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 you know, N plus one effect mm-hmm. where you grow that. And Benville's one of those unique communities where a, a whisper can be heard around the world for sure. That's true. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's, we punch well above our body weight and have these amazing global connections and you're right on 64% of the people who live in Bentonville. We're not born in the state of Arkansas, which is really remarkable. What are some of your favorite things to do here? For you talked about walking and sure. so on, but what are some of your favorite things to do here for for leisure and recreation in Bentonville? And you can extend that to Northwest Arkansas if you'd like. Sure. Well, I'm a foodie. I love I love eating, uh, particularly brunch. Mm-hmm. I am. I, w- I was a very hardcore cyclist. I've done things like I've biked across America. I've uh, I've done a lot of crazy crazy things. Uh, I've ran lots of marathons and like, but now I, I actually enjoy walking. Uh-huh. Uh, I think walking's the new running. Uh, it may be just my age, but, it could uh, be. <laughs> but the, the Zen, the Zen of a long walk. Uh, and I love all those opportunities here, whether it be at Kohler or on the Greenway, or even just walking to and through our amazing crystal bridges mm-hmm. uh, is just a nice way to kind of blow off steam over a lunch hour. Those are the really unique opportunities here in Bentonville. I love live music. I have for, for years gone to Tulsa for, to the Canes Ballroom, but I'm starting to discover more and more venues here in Northwest Arkansas. I went to my first concert at JJ's Live recently nice. with my kids. Of course, the, the growing scene here in Bentonville proper, proper I think uh, the, the momentary, the, the version of it to come is going to really infuse both indoor and outdoor live music. And that's great for us because we're that's the right. office right behind, right, right behind there. But I, I, I think live music is, is, is uh, going to be the next extension. Uh, and I loved uh, the Format Festival last year. That was a lot of fun. That really surprised me how well that came together. So I'm looking forward to that. But I love, I love all those opportunities of, of living, outdoor living, uh, running, biking, hiking, walking, art, and, and live music and food. Yeah, that's great. I have yep. to ask you, since you mentioned brunch, favorite brunch places? I rotate. I rotate. Um, you know, I, I like Yayo's Press Room, Table Mesa, of course. And, and admittedly, I, I still actually like quite a bit First Watch. <laughs> <laughs> you bet. <laughs> it is consistent. <laughs> All of those are wonderful choices. Yep. Tell me a story. This is a hashtag because Bentonville story. Something where you looked at it, and we, whether it's a moment or a full-blown story, and you went, that could only happen here, or maybe it describes the essence of this place. Yeah, absolutely. I've had a lot of really weird Bentonville stories already in my less than two years here. Uh, one in particular comes to mind. Uh, it was a Monday morning. I'm going to work, and my next door neighbor stops his car and says, "Hey, what are you doing today?" 
and he talked me into jumping in his car. We ended up going to Thaden Field. Okay. We hopped in a private plane that of he course. chartered. We're suddenly going to Page, Arizona, and a group of people from Bentonville are looking at buying a resort. And it's a fly fishing resort on the Colorado River. Uh, we evaluated that opportunity by actually uh, being on the water and fly fishing. We then flew to Colorado where they're looking at a second resort opportunity to acquire that. And then we flew back to Bentonville. Uh, it, the whole thing was a 24-hour, very ad-lib uh, situation. Um, my wife was very kind and letting me just kind of go with this. That's a kind of an only in Bentonville situation where uh, a, a group of uh, um, people uh, decide they want to start rolling up and buying resorts across the West. Uh, and, uh, and that was a lot of fun. I, that's, that's a true because Bentonville story. I know yep. exactly who this neighbor is. It took me a second as soon as you started telling the story. <laughs> of course, I know who it is and I need to get him on the show. Hey, you bet. That would be, that would be a real hoot. As we start wrapping up, Toby, let's turn back to you more specifically. Sure. What's something most people don't know about you? Oh boy. Let's see. I, I always go to, I was a White House intern in the mm -hmm. Clinton administration. Uh, yes, with Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> um, I have done a lot, a lot of, I'm a, I'm a Enneagram seven. So pe people at home, mm -hmm. they should know that I just love adventures. And that sometimes that just means a lark or do something crazy. I've, you know, every time one of my children turns 12, we ride across Missouri on, on the Katy Trail. Nice. Uh, I've done um, a ride from Joplin, Missouri to New Orleans uh, as a fundraiser for tornado relief uh, in, in uh, Katrina relief. We raised $150,000 and built two homes. Um, so I always, I'm up for an adventure. Um, uh, I, was at the, uh, I, was, I was at the Boston Marathon uh, and my wife was running that year. The next year we ran, both ran, but uh, the first year, we were looking for each other at the finish line when the bombing went off oh my 100 gosh. yards over. So it, I, a lot of weird situations. I, I, was, I, I had an internship at the floor, the stock exchange. So I, I ran the ticker back in the day. But uh, that, that's just kind of my background. I, 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 love, I love just diving into situations, see if I can figure it out. So cool. What's been the proudest moments of your life? Um, this could be professional or personal. That's a good question. My proudest moments... Yeah, I, I think it's to come. You know, I'm, I think I got one more act and, and I'm really excited to see what happens here. And I have no idea what's coming, uh, but it's fun to be part of uh, the team that's really kind of um, building Northwest Arkansas. Yeah, I, living here and doing the work that we do and being part of this community, it's, it always feels like there's something bigger coming. Yep. Like next week. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, I, th um, I still think we're in the chapter one. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Given your background and experience, if you could offer one single piece of advice to entrepreneurs that they may not have received elsewhere, what would that piece of advice be? Uh, one, one reoccurring thing I see when I talk to entrepreneurs is they overplan. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, it's, that, it's that guy in the coffee shop that's been working on the same business plan for three years and is scared to fail. You don't have to have everything figured out. You, you, you somehow need to get your minimum viable product to market. And, and whether it's just finally getting your, your, your book written, mm -hmm. uh, your, your product on a shelf, your website launched, 
just get it out there. And you learn so much more kind of stumbling your way through the early years and, until you figure it out. But you really need that consumer feedback. And it, sometimes it hurts. Uh, but so many entrepreneurs just sit on the start line uh, and are afraid to turn on the light and, and actually launch the product. That is so true. And I feel so bad for them yeah. when I see them doing it and I try to drag them along. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just go do it. Yep. Put on your futurist hat. What's something you believe about the future that might surprise others? I'm, op- I'm optimistic about our future. <laughs> I, 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 uh, I, you know, whether it be, you know, on a macro sc- scope or, or locally, I, I, I just think, uh, I, I think Cooler Hills, you know, I think technology is, is additive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we're going to figure out solutions to biggest problems. Um, and, and I, I, I think, uh, I, I think, the version of America to come, the Gen Z, the younger generation, I think is actually onto a lot of things right. I'm really excited to see what comes of it. My, my children are all in high school and in college, uh, and I'm starting to see how they think, and it's totally different. And I'm really excited to see how that plays out in, in, in business and communities as they start really affecting their, their towns and building businesses. So that, that's something that's Maybe I mean, most everyone else is you know kind of a downer, but I, I'm actually pretty confident that things are going to work out. You know, that's, and if you follow history, that's the way it always turns out, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, because human beings are crafty like that. Yep. I, I too am excited about the future. I love the way the new uh, generation of folks think. And I also love that the things that we sort of, hey, kind of spoke hot air to, <laughs> a work-life balance and so on, they're absolutely determined. It's going to happen, period. Oh, yeah. And we get to come along uh, because of them leading the way and actually find work-life balance ourselves to the extent that we can. Yeah, I I wear working too hard as a badge and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm trying to break the, those habits. But uh, I agree, the, the younger generation has is, is, is kind of got it figured out. Absolutely. So as we start wrapping up, if somebody wants to learn more about you sure. or reach you or learn more about the collaborative, how do they do that? You bet. So the collaborative has a website. It's uh, collab.uark.edu. So you can find that. We're on Fifth Street. Uh, we have, we're right at uh, 700 Southeast Fifth Street. Uh, we are open for business every day. So come by and visit us. Awesome. Yeah. And if you're into landmarks, halfway between Airship and the Meteor. That's right. And behind the, uh, the Momentary. Exactly right. Last question. What's something I should have asked you that I did not ask? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, um, what, what should have asked me? I, 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 uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm lost. That's a fair. I think, I think you nailed it. That's a fair answer. That? Or you nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, hey, thanks for share, sharing you your time with me and the Bentonville Bean audience today, Toby. I mean, I don't think it's a secret that I'm a fan of your work. I admire what you do, what the university does, and I'm really inspired by it. And uh, and I'm inspired by the work we get to do together. And so thanks for doing your important part for helping build uh, the Bentonville community to make it the greatest place on the planet to live, work, and play. I appreciate it. Thanks, James. Yeah. Hey, and thanks to our Bentonville Beacon audience. Have a couple of requests for you to uh, keep making this show better. Number one, send me an email and let me know you, how you think the show's going and what episodes you've liked the most and what else you'd like to see. My email address is first letter J, last name Bell, B-E-L-L at greaterbentonville.com. 
And as always, keep coming back to learn more about Bentonville and its leaders and Northwest Arkansas, this place where you can have more of what you want and less of what you don't. Visit BentonvilleEconomicDevelopment.com to see all of our episodes and hit subscribe on your favorite podcast player. See you next time. Thank you for tuning in to the Bentonville Beacon Podcast. We hope to see you next week.